Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 193 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who is using a flashlight with me tonight? <laughs> hey, it's everybody's favorite Hell Knight, Kenneth Sanity. And it is everyone's favorite chicken marine running into death and <laughs> destruction again, Richard, Richard Sampson, and also master of the web t- uh, YouTube channel, Rich Kale, having more laughs again with this <laughs> nightmare of a game. <laughs> hey, welcome back, both of you. And we are here. To, this is a game that I've been wanting to get on the show for goddamn long time. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> like, it's been on my list to put on the show for years. I think it was one of the early, ga- early games on the list. Uh, we are here to cover Doom 3, developed by id Software, published by Activision. Came out originally in 2004. We all, I'm assuming all three of us played the BFG edition, which I don't remember when that came out. But that's what we played on PC. Well... Or did you play the original? Mine was listed as original. I played the original, and then I played it the BFG on the original Xbox, and then recently, like this time around, I played the re-release on PS4. Okay. I, I the only thing I re- I think it's a big difference is I if I remember correctly, the original version you had to switch to your flashlight and then switch to weapon. Yes. And let me okay. Tell you what fucking difference that makes oh. oh yeah and then in this version in the bfg version you don't have to you automatically just have a flashlight there you just the battery runs low mm-hmm. well i was using the original version so i was flash <laughs> flashlight flashlight fuck something's attacking me <laughs> okay i because i so i, I want to start with first i played this back in the day on xbox well no first i have a funny story i want to mention about this game before we go so I, when this game first came out, I had a friend of mine in high school, and he asked me to borrow, like, 20 bucks or 40 I don't remember. He needed to borrow money from me so he could buy Doom 3. And he's like, hey, I'll pay you back, you know, in a week or two, because he, he would sell papers. He would sell papers every Sunday, so he'd make his money that way. I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. You know, here's, here's some money, you know, pay me back. All right. And he, he bought the game, and I'm waiting for him to pay me back. And then instead of paying me back, uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King came out, and the money he was going to pay me back, he used to buy Return of the King instead. And I remember I was pissed off at him. I'm like, you're going to pay me back. <laughs> and that was always what I think of Doom 3 at first. What popped in my head? There's my dumb memory I had to share. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Are we talking the movie or, or yeah, when it came dope. home for home release? The game. Oh, a game. I didn't know mm-hmm. they did the game. Well, Doom yeah, 3, it's... the game. Cool. Oh, I... I, you, you oh, sorry. The Return of the, the King game. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, yeah. That's that was my original association. All right. Uh, what about you, Ken? What's your history with this game? Oh my God, uh, this game and I go way back. I remember uh, positively champing at the bit to get this when it came out. I was a huge, you know, Doom nut, and this game just looked so intense. Oh my God, it was such. Night and day difference between Doom 2 and Doom 3. Super excited. And then I played it. (laughs) And I will go into my thoughts when I originally played it later. Um, But then it came out on Xbox with the BFG edition. So I bought that. And then most recently, uh, PS4. Okay. And you, Richard? I'll be honest. uh, This was actually my first time playing it. But of the history of it, I did know it was available on closest i've ever seen anything of it at the time i think my 
late wife's one uh, friend's husband had a copy of it, never saw it played. But I did actually get the novelization linked to it. Two books uh, co-written by Matthew Costello, who also played a hand in uh, The Seventh Guest. At least I think was oh. writing and novelizing that. Which they were actually very interesting reads because it gave a background to your Marine character. I mean, I'd see also hint book booklets and all that. But the computer I had at the time, that was running Windows <laughs> 95. Yeah, it did last me a good many years, just like the last, the prior computer I had to the one I have now. So, but yeah, it wasn't until now. And to be honest, I picked it up when it was on sale. Hadn't played it until just, uh, till I got tapped for this podcast, so to speak. Okay. That, that makes me happy when people get to experience a game for the first time because of this show. It, it really does. Like, I mean, unfortunately for me lately, it's been games I just want to replay. <laughs> but it makes me happy to hear. I mean, this is a game that I haven't touched since original Xbox. I mean, I played it then, I beat it, but it's been so long. But so this, so this game, a lot of people don't. I don't know if people consider this a horror game. I I consider the first half an hour of it or first hour is a straight up horror game. Mm-hmm. In my yeah, opinion, straight up it, like survival it does horror. Have that vibe. It does have that vibe. Well, it's just like. I mean, you, the whole base of the game is kind of like a remake of one, essentially, but, you know, in a much different style. I think I disagree on that one. Well, I mean, it's the same story as, like, one is. He goes to Mars, he goes to hell, and then there, and then the plan was for him to go to Earth. Isn't that from what... I, I, I mean, Doom doesn't really have much of a story, but there's something there, I guess. Yeah, there's all, there was a basic story. I mean, the Marine... Well, again, it's, uh, he was sort of shipped off there either as punishment or prior to a punishment when all hell broke loose and everybody pretty much is dead except for this Marine. This yeah. one, you, you're not really a disgraced Marine. Well, depending on how you, uh, the book seems to hint that he <laughs> did not list the orders, which he did willingly because the orders didn't make sense. And then when things went ape shit, of course they put the blame on him. Yeah. It sounds like the military. Yeah. But he was still <laughs> quote, a soldier. But you're a, you're alone in in the original Doom. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take it. It. I really like this version of it. I like the fact that like every like you know you go to Mars, you have your first part. Where you're just kind of walking around. Things are pretty normal before like shit hits the fan. And like I like how you have like this like inspector, whoever the hell this guy is, that comes there, who is you know trying to get access to things and you have this weird ass doctor complaining like oh you know you can't everything's fine here there's nothing to, there's nothing wrong yeah, here swan and dr betruger like i like that and i also think it, it does a good job of leading you into an area because you're trying to find some guy who's missing and then all of a sudden everything is terrible and i think that does a good job and the lighting does a good job and the way that everything feels in that i think is very well yeah, I know as I was also playing this, uh, the name I kept at one time, and I just re-looked it up, Betruger is actually a German word for someone who is a cheat and does not obey a set of rules. <laughs> okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, Ken, what did you think of the opening? Well, here's the thing. I loved the opening. I absolutely adored it. This, it was such a weird thing. Like, just having this, going from, like we were saying before, the uh, the most bare 
associations of a story, almost no narrative thrust at all. And to go into this thing where not only do you have like a, okay, there's an active mystery going on and you can interact with a bunch of other people, but finding out that there is constantly a developing narrative going on around you. And a lot of it plays out in the audio logs, which I thought was annoying, but also very cool. Hey, at least when you listen to them, you can keep walking. So I was okay. I like audio logs as long as I can keep moving while they're playing. Yeah. And I, I do like that in the audio logs, except if you're playing them and you get into one hell of a fight, a hell of a firefight, <laughs> it's absolutely, you can't hear anything. <laughs> well, it depends if you turn down what I turn down. I, any, any game I play, I always screw, if I can, I screw with the sound effects. I turn down the music, I turn down the sound effects, and I turn up the uh, voices. That's how I play games, so that way I, don't, I can hear what I want to hear and not hear bullshit. You know, while we're on this subject, I want to say that it is criminally inexcusable for this game to not have subtitles. Yeah, that did That's really me. bother me a lot. I, was that a like? That must have been kind of like a thing in 2004 where they didn't do that or something. I know the first Assassin's Creed, which is years later, doesn't have subtitles. I could only think that there was part of a, the aesthetic because maybe the thinking is if you get into a firefight and you have this thing playing... You're going to be focusing more on shooting things and killing things than you are going to be on what the text is that's at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, but, like, you got people talking, like, some of the Marines are all like, hey, don't go over there. And with all, like, the weird sound design that's going on in the background, yeah. it's really kind of hard to make it out. you got to talk to them, like, five times before you figure out what they're trying to say. I would have much rather had subtitles. I just, I love subtitles in everything, movies, games. Like, I think everything should just have subtitles. I wish subtitles were real, and I could when people talk, I could just see words, you know, below their face. But that would be so. That, that would clear up so many misunderstandings. <laughs> Again, you know, yeah. those are things that I wish existed. I would wear a pair of glasses that let me see words. But hey, that's a whole other thing. But no, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, I that that did bother me in this game. I think I stopped really like I didn't even care what people were saying half the damn time. I just wanted to to kill things and move on for the most part. Like I, I really like this game for me. I wasn't. When we first started playing, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here's Spooktober again, which is a self, you know, a self-induced uh, sickness I do to myself every every year where I play six horror games and also all their horror stuff, and I don't like horror. But, like, it hit me. I'm like, oh, great, here we go. But once, like, the game started getting going, like, I don't really, I don't like the pistol in this game. I don't like the shotgun in this game either, which is a criminal offense, that shotgun. Criminal offense that the shotgun is as bad as it is in this game. Mm, I will absolutely agree with you. I mean, I watched a speedrun of this. Like, you can make it work, but you have to be point blank to really take things out with it. And that's what he did. He would just get in people's faces with a shotgun and kill them instantly. But if you're not in their face, it doesn't kill them. Well, which is typical because shotgun has always been, a, I believe, a scatter shot. Yeah, but it's too much of a, like, it's you... I mean, in Doom 1, you don't have to be that close to the shotgun. You still take people out. And the fact, like, and I've played many other games, but this game, you have to pretty much point. It, it's a melee weapon, essentially, is how it feels. Yeah. And that's my problem with it, is that I don't like it that way. It just wasn't, and it didn't feel good to me. Like, the pistol sucked. The shotgun, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't until the machine gun that I started getting into this game. That's when I started finding, okay, saying this is a good game. I'm having fun now, and I'm not, like, terrified. Because I felt like <laughs> I had a chance. I know as a rule when I played when I played any Doom game, 
I try and rely on the shotgun as much as possible, more or less because of the power that can be behind it. It does a lot more damage than the pistol. Yeah, I mean, I I used it beside, you know, instead of the pistol, because the pistol sucks. But in a first-person shooter, I don't like getting in your face. I don't want to get in the enemy's face. I want to stay away and shoot, because I'm shooting. So for me, like, the shotgun didn't work as well, because I was always trying to avoid things. So it would take a couple shots to kill something. Yeah, and some of these things have a lot of power in their punch. That too. And that's the problem, I think, with the shotgun, is that it didn't feel powerful. No. Like, you go back to Doom with the shotgun, it's great. You go to Doom 2 with the super shotgun, those just feel like they pack a punch. This shotgun didn't really do it for me. Didn't feel what powerful. No. I mean, and that that was the issue with it. It didn't, it didn't feel the way I felt that it should have. I mean, also the fact that this game, because it's an older shooter, it doesn't have regenerating health. I'm I like regenerating health in games where, you know, like Halo and many other games you could hit and your you know meter will recharge. And, you know, that that's a thing that happened more later on. And this is an older style health system. I don't like that. Like that. That makes me stay away from close personal charges because I don't want to lose health. So I stay away and shoot things, <laughs> which didn't yeah. work for the shotgun in this game. Yeah. And I, I also. I gotta say, the zombie creatures that you fight often in this game, like the possessed people, they are fucking creepy as hell. Oh, I love them. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many... I mean, I, okay, I played this game completely with, completely with sound, because it was a game I could not play without sound. Anyone who knows me, I, I try, but this game, 100%, I had one earbud in all the time when I played this game, no matter what I was doing, because I wanted to be able to hear the... and all the other shit that was happening, so I knew, oh, yep, there's someone around here, somewhere, somewhere... Well, yeah, it's always good in a game like this. I mean, you're, yeah. you you need to be aware of where they're coming from. <laughs> and even when you can't see anything, like even if you hear like ragged breathing, you know that either you're going to see something soon or there's something still in the room with you hidden somewhere. Like the sound design in this game is so good. So immersive. I, I really just had a blast. I used both the earbuds in. <laughs> I did sometimes. I mean, I was still being me. There were still podcasts playing sometimes. There was still me talking to other people when I played this game. So I wonder why you didn't listen to the audio logs. It's me. <laughs> I didn't. Re- I don't read the text logs either. Wait, no, this game doesn't have text logs. Sorry, wrong game. Uh, that's it. Phase three. I'm playing next week. So. But well, no, email. So oh, yeah. I didn't read those either. Oh yeah, the PDAs. I didn't read any of the PDAs. I grabbed every PDA. I didn't read a single one. Oh, didn't read one of them. My God, even I went through all of them and tried hey, to I, all the logs because you could get cool stuff that way. You can, too. You go Google Doom 3 locker codes and boom, every code in your in your web page. Yeah, if you want to do it the, 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 the lazy way. The cheating way is the word I prefer, sir. <laughs> the cheating way. And I am hey, a no good, dirty cheater when it comes to gaming. Not cheating if you're using all the resources that are set before you. Very true. <laughs> I played it without, I mean, I would look things up, but I was avoiding looking it up while I was playing the game. And if I look something up, I'm like, how far am I in this game? I'm on this level. Okay. Okay. I got this many levels to go. I did. Like, I tried not to look up too much stuff in this game just because, like, it wasn't needed. There were a couple parts where I had to Google what to do because I got completely stuck and just could not figure something out. I mean, none of them were, like, difficult. It was just, I just wasn't, I don't know, I was having a hard time with it. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to go looking for my clues and 
I will admit this. While the PDA was a nice, cho- nice addition, especially hearing people talk about things and getting <sighs> a feel for what how things were degrading and giving you more backstory. Like yeah. The, when you're in a situation like that, you're not going to necessarily want to take the time to look at it, especially if you've got a time limit, which they try and present to you. Eh. But, you know, you're not going to want to obstruct all your view looking at a tablet when all hell's breaking loose. I, I like the PDA thing. I mean, I think the game did a good because like you get PDAs to help you unlock certain doors to give you more clearance. Yeah. The game, I felt, did a good job of leading you to find PDAs. Like, it never felt like I was really... There were only a couple times where I felt lost, and that was more of my own fault. I don't really blame the game. But the game, did a, does I feel, does a good job of pointing you in the right direction at all times. Or not giving you... Or, you know, it, it leads you where you need to go. I really... De- I mean, and that was a nice... Like, that was nice. I didn't... Like, in Doom 1... God, it's been years. We covered Doom 1 on the show, like, episode 20-something, I think. Yeah, 24, 3... And I remember getting lost and not really enjoying myself. And in this game, I didn't. Fe- it's not that type of game. I was never really lost. I was never really confused. I just ran through a. Lo- I just ran through an area, killed everything, looked for all the secrets I could find. I mean, I didn't try. I'm sure I missed tons, but I tried to find ammo wherever I could. I tried to find stuff wherever I could. I tried to kill everybody that I saw, just because. Why not? So that was that was for sure. I killed everyone in this game. Oh yeah, even the. Bodies that were lying around, I would always take out my pistol and give them a double tap real quick just to make sure they weren't going to get up. I was taking. I, I was using that flashlight, which was overpowered as hell. It I mean, was. <laughs> it's like it's a dead body. Whack! Just oh, because yeah, in my version, I couldn't use. A, I couldn't hit people with a flashlight. Right, and that's I think the main. You know sad thing about the bfg version is that yes you have a flashlight on you at all times so you can shoot and see but that took out a lot of the tension yeah. in the game like having to choose between seeing exactly where you're going and wanting to kill the thing that you just saw in front of you like that was a big part of the tension in the original one and being able to slug things with that flashlight was intense okay that but I that, do remember that, like ba- vaguely, like vague memories from when I played this game years ago. And of course, I accidentally just did that first part where I'm going to go meet the scientist before everything all goes to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear, I accidentally hit the guy who was told me to go through the airlock with a flashlight and I gibbed him. And I'm like, what the f- What is this flashlight made out of? Titanium. Uh, Adamantium. Vibranium. <laughs> Unobtainium. Dark matter. We wouldn't have been Point able to is, it then. Is it why? Why is it what came in my head just now with Sandman and us being <laughs> Lucifer and then you being Morpheus because you just won essentially? So yeah, that's what popped my okay. Sorry, that's what popped my head just now. <laughs> we had this sure. little dumb conversation. <laughs> <about that. laughs> okay, uh, it's. I mean, it does add tension. I mean, even I felt there was still tension, even the fact that you have a flashlight with a battery that has to be recharged. Like you have to turn it off to recharge it from time to time. I mean, there wasn't as much tension, obviously, but there was still tension. Oh, yeah. That is a good horror environment. Yeah, no, I tension. I like the horror environment in this game. I mean, it wasn't... Even later on, I never really felt... The game does a good job of making you, in this game, you never feel overly powerful. Even when I had my, my favorite gun, the plasma rifle, which I fucking love, and, you know, I'm getting farther in the game, I still felt like 
you know, you still feel like you get overwhelmed at times. Like you don't ever, you never feel ungodly powerful. And you're always kind of like, cause I, I mean, there were times when I get my asses handed to me by just didn't take much. I can get hurt a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not built to take a lot of damage. You're not, you're not built to get, you know, to just eat damage in this game, which is fine. And yeah. see, like, here's the thing for me, like the opening game starts out and you're solidly in a psychological horror setting. Like, it's just, it's brooding, it's atmospheric, and then right about the second hour or so, everything switches over to jump scare horror. Like, you don't have a chance to avoid things. They're just going to jump out at you, and it's not because you're scared anymore. It's because now you're frantically trying to change to the pulse rifle from the chainsaw that you just used to carve up some of the human zombies because you had fun. (laughs) <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I mean, it, at some... least it isn't like for me. I, I play this on PC. Like I use the I use the mouse wheel to switch weapons, and that was effective. I didn't use the keyboard to switch weapons. I mean, you could have, but I just don't. Oh, but yeah, I, I sometimes I would be annoyed trying to get to my weapon quickly. Like, okay, what weapon do I want now? Come on, come on. All right, I don't need grenades. Get away with these super grenades. I never use a grenade once in this entire game. I oh, found I, grenades I, helpful I at certain points. Oh, oh yeah. Grenades, like, I never used grenades before this playthrough, but this playthrough, I was just like, yep, now we're going to do grenades, we're going to try this out, we're going to see, yep, I, I don't know why I never used them before. I was never stupid. used them. I, I tried once, they didn't, I just, they weren't for me, and then I just didn't touch them again. I mean, I very much would use a plasma rifle, machine gun, and then the Gatling gun thing once I got it later on. Those are the three guns that I switched on, I switched through pretty much throughout the entire game once I have them all, depending on what runs mm-hmm. out of ammo. Or what's low on what ammo, I'll switch up. And, and never, I never change weapons based on the enemy I was fighting. It was always those same guns were just always there, just depending on what had ammo at the time. That's my play style for this game. I would alternate in part due to what, what, what enemy I was dealing with, because I do not want to waste a lot of ammo when I'm trying to eliminate things that are trying to swarm me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's the right way to do this. I'm not going to say I played it the right way. It's just that's the way that I I played this game. I wasn't going for strategy as much as I was just trying to go, like, I don't like, because I didn't like a lot of the, like, I didn't like the rocket launcher very much in this game because it just wasn't for me. I'm I'm never, I'm not a big rocket launcher person in games in general because I don't like things with, that can hurt me. (laughs) Rocket launcher, your best friend when you're trying to deal with something like an archvile. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but I didn't do it. I would just kill the machine gun. If I, or if I, I know, I mean, again. More creatures out there with you, so. Yeah, no, I know. He kept swanning a lot of things when I was fighting them, but it's just a way that I play games. Like, it's not, I mean, I'm not going to say I play, I didn't play this game right, you know. I'm going to say that right there. Like, I, I know I didn't, because it makes more sense the way you guys are talking about it than the way I was playing it. It's just kind of like what I was comfortable with at the, at the play. Because, like, when we first started this game, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was excited to play it. Then I started and I'm like, Oh, I don't really want to play this. <laughs> and then it got to, and then as, as once I got the plasma rifle, I started to really get into it and was excited to load it up each, each day, even though like, I just don't like horror games, which is funny. Cause I got five more to go, but <laughs> all the things I do for art, but no, I mean, everything felt feels good. Like the enemies, I feel like as the game progresses through and you see more shit hit the fan. I mean, it does it. I mean, you you get ammo mostly from the ground, and but it does a good job. I felt of having ammo hidden all over the place for you to find. Like 
at least on easy, I never felt like I was really out of ammo for guns. Just I run on ammo for the plasma rifle because I love the plasma rifle. And that was I use it a lot. So I'd run on ammo for it from time to time. But I would always find more. And then with the lockers, I mean, there's so many lockers everywhere that you can get code. You know, you have the codes for you get all these new you get all these nice weapons. Probably put the ammo out there because if somebody doesn't pay attention and look for the codes to open the lockers. <laughs> oh, I don't look for codes in any every game I play. If there's a code, I'm Googling unless it's a random code where I'm forced to figure it out. I will Google it. Like when I play Silent Hill games, for example, I Google every puzzle. So unless the game's random, I don't have a code. Which is no wonder why I don't think he'll be playing. He says he'll never play. He says he doesn't like puzzle games. I mean, I will admit that some puzzle games, I do look up answers if I'm just tired or something like that. But I wanted to play this. I wanted to play this without with as little help as possible. I wanted to do it basically on my own. Which is the right. I mean, that's the right way to play a game if you're able to. I mean, partly for me is, is the podcast. Partly it's just me. We're, we're getting into a we're getting into a weird discussion here over a Doom game. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> look, I'm gonna just drop my you know official opinion here. There's no right or wrong way to play a game. The point is to enjoy the game. Yeah. And if you're enjoying the game, then ultimately that's what's important. Like I'm just giving you shit because it's fun. Oh, that's fine. I, I it's it's become the thing on this show when it comes to like my the way I play games. So hey. It works. My wife gives me shit all the time for the way I play, like with save states and cheating, and like, yeah. So and no sound, like no sound. What the hell? Oh, and that too. I got nothing on that one. But I'm trying to play more with sound. Trying. And I'm well because this game needed it. Oh, it did. It the yeah. sound really made a difference for me with this game. Like this was a game where I wanted to hear everything, and I loved hearing everything. I loved the way that the 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 music. I think was there music in this game or no? There's no music, right? Yeah, there was music, actually. It okay. was done by uh, former Nine Inch Nails percussionist Chris Vrenna of uh, Tweaker fame. Okay. He and uh, one of his Tweaker bandmates did all the uh, soundtrack for this game. Okay, I, I don't remember a whole lot of music. I just remember a lot of screaming of things getting killed. I remember a lot of that and a lot of tension. A lot of <laughs> it was more environmental tone. Yeah. Music. Oh, and to go along with things that I do wrong, I do not use a chainsaw in this game. I do not like it. I used it once, and it got put away and never brought back out. My God, Mike. I don't like close combat in this game. I do not want to be in your face. I want to kill you from afar. I pull out the chainsaw from time to time just to the... Oh, pinky demon. Nope. Plasma rifle. <laughs> or machine gun. Again, yeah, like I you said, know what? like... Hmm? What weapon do you guys think you use the most in this game? Plasma. Ugh. Shotgun in the beginning, and then probably plasma later on. Okay. Because for me, it was pretty much, you know, the plasma cannon. But I used a lot of machine gun for shooting human enemies. And then once I got the chainsaw, I never used a machine gun on human enemies again. Well, you know, human enemies. (laughs) I mean, they are. They're essentially zombies. That's a good way to put it. The the humanoid enemies, we'll call them. Or like the, uh, the imps also. You yeah, games in this game, which I mean, it was okay. So it was interesting. The first time I played Doom three, I had never really played Doom one. I mean, it's been almost three years since I played Doom one or something like that. So, but it was so it was interesting seeing because it's a lot of them the same enemies. They just you know are now in three D and a whole different version of them. And it's kind of it was kind of interesting seeing them like okay, this is supposed to be the imp from Doom one. This is supposed to be the Kaka demon from Doom one. Oh, that was 
That was a little interesting take this time around for me, too. Yeah, and they actually, the imp that was used in Doom 3, bringing up a picture, that was actually also the same model that they used for in the movie. Same with the pinky demon. Yeah. Like, love this or hate this game, its legacy is definitely around. This was the visual basis for most of that Doom movie which at the time of recording is streaming on Peacock. I was just watching part of it last night because I'd never seen it before. Oh, I have it on DVD. I got it from one of the bargain bins at uh, Walmart. And, you know, you know, give it crap. And I've actually, I think I had the novelization of it too in my library at one point. But give it crap, but they did do as best they could it got hurt by the fact that it was in development hell for a while, and in part the tie-in that Doom was somehow getting with the Columbine shootings at the time. Yeah, because kids are dumb. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so like of, one of those one of those knuckleheads was an active Doom modder, so it's it's not like a tenuous connection. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like blaming things that. I mean, shooting demons in a video game is not a reason why someone pulled out a gun in real life. I had nothing. It, yeah, it's different. No, yeah. it's, but it's called scapegoatism. Scapegoatism. So. Yeah. Had better CGI for uh, for Dwayne the Rock Johnson than uh, Scorpion than uh, Mummy Two did. The Mummy Returns. Oh, yeah. yeah, that mm-hmm. is true. Well, it's also later. I mean, I remember liking the Doom movie. I haven't seen it in years, but I remember liking it. Oh yeah, well, it's decent. It was it was decent. One of the more decent video game attempts, and also had in that fun uh... first person scene. Yep, I did yeah, like that. That's what I remember. Oh, speaking of enemies, like I know you guys thought more about like the pinkies. The pinkies were terrifying. I I thought those were terrifying in this game. Much more terrifying than the original. Yeah. Okay. I I'll go with that. Yeah, everything was except the cacodemons were just ugly. I thought I did not like them. Yeah. I didn't, imp- I didn't like the way the design in this game is just terribly impressive. Like, they really ramped it up. All the old monsters were given a fresh coat of paint, yeah. and they looked legitimately terrifying. And they fit the world. Everything fit the world that you're in. Like, And I like how you're running around, uh, you know, a, a laboratory-type place, you know, a facility that feels... It feels like a real facility that you're running around for. It, does, it doesn't feel like a video game place. It feels like it could be a legit place, I felt. It felt designed yeah. well. It didn't feel like, oh, I, I gotta get to my office. I better go find uh, two statue pieces to put them in here to get to open the door. Like, you know, yes, I, I love Resident Evil. But <laughs> it, nothing in this game felt, you know, like an issue for me like that. Everything felt very like it could have been real everything felt normal i like your mission objectives like for the longest time you're trying to go and send help to get to you know get reinforcements sent here and then you're told not to and i still send it anyway just because (laughs) i mean it doesn't change anything but you know i like well it changes one thing apparently if you don't send it you have a one scene is seven seconds faster because the guy doesn't talk so (laughs) whoa speedrunners but that's it. There's no actually different other than that, which I thought was kind of funny. So, like, yeah. no, I, I sent for help because to me that made sense. These guys like, don't send for help. And I'm like, of course I'm sending for help. That makes the most sense. So It makes sense. And then it's like, you've got with that sending help and that, it's like, do you send help or do you keep the help away for as long as you can because they're not going to be ready for what they're coming into? It's like the thing. Eh. <laughs> well. I still, I still think a call for help makes sense, but 
that's just what I, but yeah, I, I mean, both ways are, you know, you are right. Like, why would you like, they need to have more information of what they're coming into. And the idea that they wanted the ships to come because they were going to then board the ships and then go to earth, which I thought was, you know, cause that's what do that's what doom two is correct. When they go to earth. Yeah. Okay. I've never played doom two. put that out there. I don't know if I, well, you it. come back to earth and you find that they've already reached earth. Okay. And then you do have parts in this game where you're out you have, you have you're out outside and you have your oxygen meter and stuff. I thought those, I mean, they're all very short, but they were, they were fine, even though he doesn't wear a helmet. So I'm not sure how he's alive, but Hey, I'll take it. Well, probably because it's in the process of terraforming. Oh, okay. I'll buy it. Yeah. 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 All right. That makes sense. That does make sense. Okay. And then another enemy that I really liked in this game, I I know it kind of looks stupid, but to me, it looked awesome with the revenants, the skeletons with the freaking rocket packs in their shoulders. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I really like them. Like, they look cool. But come on. Shoulder rocket mounted launch- shoulder mounted rocket launchers on essentially a living skeleton. Like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Uh, and I had some weird things. Like, one time, one of the rockets just killed me. But every other time, it just, you know, hurt me a little bit. It was really weird. Like, there were things in this game that... That I was watching the speedrun that he explained where there's weird collision things in this game sometimes where if the game thinks you fell too far, it just murders you instantly. Mm-hmm. It, it does some stuff like that where it has some weird collision damage, they were saying. Yeah, I mean, Revenants, I have never been a big fan of them. Those are the ones that I try and take out as quickly as possible. And if I have to, I rocket their asses because I know they're going to rocket my ass. I I went from quick too because I had PTSD after that one killed me and I thought that they would kill me if they hit me with because of rockets but that was not the case it was just a weird glitch where I died instantly once and lost like ten minutes of progress because I hadn't saved because <laughs> I just got into a rhythm and I wasn't saving like I should have been yeah I've been thing done I lo- that I, so many times <laughs> I like about this game you can save whenever the fuck you want like I can't tell you how nice that is like in a game like because one thing I hate I I forget I hate this but then games remind me. I do not like platforming in a first-person game, and this Oof. game makes you do it sometimes. Yeah, they do. Save. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want. So if you, once you make the jump, you just save. Like I actually didn't know you could run. It took me a little while for I figure out. Oh yeah, I can run. Like I had to look up controls because I was trying to make some jump and I could not make it. I'm like, why can't I make this jump that I have to make? And I'm like, oh, you can run. Well, I bet I know exactly what one that was. That was like <laughs> what the EMF processing or whatever, where you either can just go directly through the machine or extend the service bridge and it's a little yep. longer. I went through I went through like the minecart machine part where in the speedrun they skipped that whole part, but I went down there and went through all that weird area. Yep. Me too. Which, I went I don't through recommend. that area too. I'm it and I takes... don't recommend it. I should have went the other way, but it's just it's just where I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just exploring the game and it's just where I ended up. And I and it was cool. But yeah, it makes me not like it, it reminds me every time, oh yeah, I hate this in games. <laughs> I mean, I did get a kick out of how many times you have to interact with computers in this game. Like, you're constantly interacting with computers and hitting buttons and opening doors and operating different machinery. I really like that a lot, too. Okay, and this is a perfect chance for me to bitch about the one thing I hated the most. Go ahead. Alpha Labs. (laughs) The crane game with the fucking toxic waste. Oh, yes. Where you had to come up with the claw and put them in the incinerator. And then you have to later guide that elevator through with the touch controls. No, no, that the game just ground to a halt for those Mm -hmm. sections. It's weird that it's there. I don't understand 
why this type of game has that little scene for I mean it really shouldn't exist. Well, I'm gonna just throw this out there. Sure. In all reality, everything that was in the game would have been a natural hindrance in a situation if a situation were to occur. I mean, you we're mean basically a in a toxic waste, and then all of a sudden demons come, kill everybody. The st- the waste isn't cleared, but you're going to have to get through. I mean, I, I, I just can't believe the part where a greedy corporation would put the, put money more than their, than their life of their employees. Can you believe that type of situation? God. Hmm. <laughs> That's what I always find funny about Doom and Alien, is that the corporation's just pure evil. Like, yeah, okay, I buy it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, buy. the alien, yeah, like with that in that case situation, the alien is not evil. It is just doing what is natural it's for creature. it. It's Waylon Yutani's evil. Yeah, <laughs> but with Doom, you have people who I think in this one you had the more logical thinking company because there's something going on doesn't seem right this could really blow up in our faces we gotta stop it but it took a while to get to that point like if you like read through all the pdas and everything everybody's like hey something's not quite right and uac is constantly like i don't know what you're talking about it's fine shut up you're dumb get back to work and then it finally you know Ended with the board of directors being like, okay, let's send Counselor Swan up there to stop this because this is going to make us look bad. Not because, like, <laughs> oh, people lives, we have to do the right thing. Oh, no, we're going we're gonna to not look great here, guys. This is bad. Let's go shut this down. And uh, by that, and point, it's almost but too late. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally too late. I mean, that's very accurate, though, too. I mean, I, yeah, it's, I buy it. I mean, they got to look at it from the company end, too. It's like, well, this guy's complaining, but it's only one guy complaining. And then as more and more pop up, but from the lower levels are saying it's getting bad, it's getting really bad. And the upper levels say, you know, middle between them saying, no, everything's fine. Everything's going as planned. Everything's going as planned. It's like, we're getting a serious disconnect here, and I don't like it. Yes, people should even in, in real world, you know, like you need a bunch of people to work together to tell to tell people above that there's something wrong because only one person does that. Per, one person will be fired and people will not realize what's really going on. Yeah, that's just my 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 two cents. No, no personal experience at there. Just my two cents. Yeah. So another, <laughs> this is why I love the show because I can do what I want. Another thing I want to add is another enemy that creeped the hell out of me. So I don't have a problem with spiders in real life. Like I, I love spiders to be honest. Like I like them. I fucking hated the spiders in this game fucking hated them amen on that whoever oh, well, said you know what doom needs freaking huge freaking ugly spiders well my problem with them is they don't i don't they don't stop spawning it felt like oh they do you just gotta kill them <laughs> okay i would kill them but it felt like they just kept coming and coming i'm like yeah. are these, am i supposed to just continue on like are these endless i, so? hear, I start hearing that the sound they make when they walk i'm like oh fuck or if I see those things with the low hatches towards the bottom of the towards on near the floor, I'm like, oh fuck, those things are back. I did not like them. I don't know. They just they really bothered me in this game because they would just keep coming, and then I'd be trying to do something, they get in my way and swarm me, and I can't jump or get away from them easily. Or even yeah, and them. when they get to within a certain distance, it's jump. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and then you get the really smart ones like you son of a bitch. Yeah, so that they they were annoying to me. Like they were creepy too. Like so. Oh, the design was so effective. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a really good, uh, really good shout out to uh, the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. I have not seen that movie in so many years. I don't <laughs> remember anything. I really remember very. I don't. I've actually don't think I've ever seen the whole movie. To be honest, at this point, that will be changing shortly. But I've never seen the whole movie. Oh, it won oh. the whole, huh? <laughs> yeah. <it did. laughs> So I've, never seen it. I've never seen it in its. I've never watched the movie. I've seen so much about it in the past few years, from reviews to. So actually, the only John Carpenter movie I've actually watched from beginning to end, mind you, some of it was a little edited for television, was In the Mouth of Madness. But never seen that. I almost played that game for the show a long time ago. Don't even get me started on that movie. Okay, we will continue on. <laughs> I, I will derail this conversation so fast to talk about it in the month of Madness. It wouldn't be the first time it's happened on this show. But <laughs> the conversation get derailed. Another thing, oh, I, uh, like I, the, I do like that movie, though. <laughs> it's well done. I, I do think the game gives you a good amount of health refills all the time, armor refills constantly. Like It was nice that the game did it, at least on easy, because I played it on easy. It did a good job of always making me... Because I'm the kind of gamer that I am. I want to be at full health and full armor at all times whenever I'm able to. Because it just, that's how I am. So I like the fact that the game let me have that fantasy. It let me be at full health and not be nervous, as nervous going into things. I don't know how many health stations I ran past. (laughs) I I was always filling up health. I mean, another enemy that I I think is cool that they introduced midway into the game is the soldiers. Like the soldier zombies that have the tentacle arms and have Gatling guns. I did like those a lot too. Oh my god. the commandos. Yeah, I mean they're annoying at times, but they look cool. Yeah, I mean, the ones with the tentacles aren't as bad. I mean, the first one I saw, like, what the fuck? The Gatling gun is more annoying. I said, I was okay with the Gatling gun because it gave me ammo for my guns. I'm like, hey, here we go. Thank you. That's the those are the kinds of enemies you want to either throw a grenade at or rocket launcher. Yeah, but I didn't know what grenades were. So, you know, I couldn't do that. Although Again, I always that, find there it. is a danger to using the grenades. If you hold it too long before throwing it, it blows up in your face. That's cool. It you can does. cook them in this game. I just, I don't know. You just didn't. I only tried them like once or twice, and it just wasn't for me. But that's just me in games. I, I, I find my style for me. And this was very much shooter heavy. Without, I didn't use explosive much. I didn't shoot explosive barrels either. I just didn't use explosive equipment. I, I don't oh. know why. I don't have an accurate answer. I just didn't. Whew. It, like it, mm. <laughs> I use the barrels so much in this game because there's so many of them. Oh, there are. I do. I would shoot them sometime, but a lot of time I would shoot them just to blow them up because I was scared that they would blow up when I was near them. So I would just get rid of them. I used them from time to time just because uh, there's too many. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, use. I mean, the game. I felt the game is set up well for you to use them. It just wasn't. For me, as much. I have yeah. a very fear of explosive damage in a game like this. That's reasonable. I mean, especially when you've got enemies like imps can throw a fireball, or one of them can just launch an attack and hit the barrel and. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, in this game, also has a few boss fights too, which I thought was cool. I mean, one is like a spider demon thing you fight, which I know is a reference to Doom One. That one took a little bit for me to kill the first time. Yeah, yeah that she one was. was... I was not happy when two of them showed up near the end of the game, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I was not happy at all. I'm like, what the fuck? 
And they can telekinetically throw crap at you too. And apparently, oh, yeah. in the in the one in the cavern near the end of the game, you can actually kill both of them right when they first spawn with the BFG. If you charge it up and hit it just right, it will kill both of them before they come out to play. So, mm. and then you fight like some. Because I, I remembered parts of this game, I didn't remember the spider demon, but I remember the big fat the big fat demon that you fight in the underground area. I remembered him. Like that was a memory Glenn that was. Kubis. Yeah, that was in my head. Like when I when I saw him, like I remembered this. That was kind of cool. And then you don't really fight. And then one thing we haven't talked about yet, which I want to get to, is eventually as the game progresses, you end up getting warped to hell for a little while, which I think is really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I, nice, nicely done. Could have done without the te- the colonoscopy simulators for the teleports. <laughs> okay, I like this. I like the simulators. <laughs> I, I'm gonna call it a simulator, but I like I like the portal because to me it really fits with what they're going for because it's it's hell like they're going to hell and it, it feels like it, it what maybe hell would look like the inside of your ass i guess hey okay but i don't know i just really enjoyed the, the little portal things and I, I like the fact that here they are trying to find teleport technology and that's what leads them to end up opening to hell by accident yeah bunch of knuckleheads well i mean it fits i mean i okay i also am a big fan of corporations that gone evil umbrella chronicle you know umbrella Wayland yutani i like that in a story I like the idea of people being greedy and fucking over everybody else. Because it's in our nature. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I like it. Well, it's oh. in our darker natures. I mean, hell is good in this game, though. Like, I don't like the part, the fact that when you go to hell, you lose all your equipment. That you have to refine it. That kind of annoyed me because me that was being, a dick move. It made sense. But me being me, I hoarded everything and saved it all for nothing, <laughs> which is not a first time or the last. So that kind of like, because I saved BFG ammo, I saved everything. I mean, I got, I found the, D, I had the BFG, I was able to, I could have used it in there, and I'm like, fuck! I have to run around, find even a pistol. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get through hell, and it does it again! Yes. Yes! You gotta re-get your equipment again. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck. But you also get one of the <laughs> coolest weapons I've seen in the, in the Doom series. Oh, are you talking about the Hell Cube? The Soul Cube, yes. Soul Cube, yes, yes, yes. Like Got to kill five enemies to get to work, but when you launch it, you get full health back. Yep. Did, oh. did not like it at all. I love that damn thing. It's so much fun, and it talks to you. Yes. Yes, it does. It's like, ready. Use us. <laughs> I just didn't care for it. I mean, okay, my biggest issue with it was I didn't have it. I didn't know what number key would select it instantly, so I had to scroll through my wheel, and it was hard to find sometimes. Yeah, I had to look that up too to find the key to bring it up quick because first time using it, I that failed utterly. If I could, if I knew what key it was, I think I might have liked it more. But the fact that I didn't know what key it was made me not want to use it. I had to so. look it up, and it said Q. Okay, that I didn't look it up. That would have helped. I'm gonna actually use it then. If I, yeah, Q, I would have used it for Q easy because my hand was always there anyway because that's where I move. So yeah, I would have used it then. Yeah, that's just cool how it worked too. It kills things instantly. I mean, I would use it. I would save it up, and then certain enemies, like if I saw like the big arch knight things or whatever the hell they're called, I would use it on them. Always try to hold on to it for when there was an arch file around. Yeah, they were good for those too. Mm-hmm. And then there's like going back to the bosses. <laughs> There's the Sabbath. That's the one in hell, right? No, that's, that's no, that's, that's what Sarge became. 
Oh, okay, yeah. when they get, when they get the sergeant gets transformed. Yep. I like that. So, the sergeant you're working with, of course. If you now, if you've seen the Doom movie, you already know this. But Sarge is kind of a bad guy, and uh, he gets crucified onto a demon, which gets fused with a tank. Yeah, yeah. it was strange. But it works. It, it was strange, but no, it really worked. I love it. And interesting, that name comes from the Hebrew word, meaning he who goes forth as in an army. Mm. Oh. I remember seeing that, too. So it's just a fun time. I also found out that, like, well, watch the speedrun. There's a really quick way to, to kill him, too. I didn't do it because I watched the speedrun afterwards. But you can kill him, like, instantly if you're smart. Yeah, it probably, probably took, like, uh, the right timing if you had a at the right gun. You throw the cube at him, and then you rush at him when he first starts throw the cube at him, get under, crouch down, and use the chainsaw on him. And mm. that kills him, like, instantly. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It was kind of cool. I mean, I, effort. I died the first fight with him because the BFG got to me too much. And then when I fought him the second time, I was being more mindful to make sure I shot the BFG and didn't reload when the big green thing was coming towards me by accident because I didn't reload when I should have. Mm. I also... This might be a me thing. I reload after almost every enemy I killed, just because yep. I always have to reload. Hundred percent. Okay. I yeah. I'm, I play every shooter like that. I will reload constantly in every shooter. Like I just feel the need to always be reloading. It's a good practice because uh, when you have to load up, like there's been there were a few times that I was stuck in a fight. I'm low on ammo, and then another freaking imp comes out, and like. And like, oh, you you know, you want to interrupt your loading because you need to freaking shoot this thing before it kills you. <laughs> yeah, it was just so I, I had to happen to me a lot where I was just and that was a fight where I had to actually finally start paying attention to my reloads because I couldn't be stupid about it. Yeah, you had to be smart. Like if there were a few sections, I know I had to redo multiple times and each time I did them, I'm like, OK, so he's going to be here. So <sighs> we should have this ready. And, oh, crap, there's going to be a lot more of those damn freaking spider things that come out of nowhere. So I'm going to need to freaking be ready with a chain gun. Uh, the chain gun. I, I, I really like the chain gun in this game. The BFG was all right. I didn't really care for it, though, because it just shoots a big green blob. I mean, I know it does a lot of damage, but I didn't care for it. And I, I, Couldn't that just that one in that? I think this was the only one where I think that it could actually backfire on you. Oh, I. I I only really use it on the final boss when it did nothing because I didn't use it right. We'll talk about that in a little while. But so <laughs> I did not use it right on that final boss at all. Yeah. Not one bit. Or yeah. another thing that we haven't mentioned yet, or I want to talk about the, the boss in hell. The first oh, one the you, Guardian. I thought that was a good fight. That was a very tricky fight. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, you had to shoot the lights, and then once you shoot the, the little lights, then the big orb above his body is open again. You can shoot that. And then the rest of the time you're just running around trying to survive. Like I thought it was a cool fight. Yeah. I like how it's essentially like a coked up dinosaur. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It worked for me. <laughs> it was cool. And hell was just fun. I mean, even the, and like going to the Delta labs, like, cause yeah, Delta labs, the second one, just like all, like all the horror elements of being in that place and seeing writing on the walls and all the dead bodies and like bodies hanging from the ceiling throughout the game that you see, like all of that was just like, oh, yeah. Blah. Like, this is good. It did very well to get that horror feel across. Yeah, it did. Now, here's, here's, the, here's the fun thing that I wanted to mention. Like, I played through Doom and Doom 2 before, and I remember, you know, their hells looking very different. And 
then I, you know, I took a break from Doom 3 here, and I played some Quake. Y'all remember Quake? Yeah, I'm playing through it right now for on my channel. Yeah, Quake's a good time. And I'll be damned if that hell didn't look a lot like Quake. Mm Hmm, I could see that. Like, very similar. Which, you know, don't get me wrong, always fun. But, come on, who do you think you're fooling? I have never played Quake. I feel like I should remedy that one day, huh? Yes, you should. (laughs) Okay. No, it's always been on my list of, you know, I just, I didn't have, I wasn't a PC gamer until this podcast. So there were a lot of, you know, only PC games I never got around to. Do you have a Nintendo Switch? Sort of, yes. It's available on the Nintendo Switch? I also have a PC. Yeah, but is the one on Switch the Nintendo 64 version or the PC version? PC version. I have it on PC anyway, I'm pretty sure at this point, so. Yeah, the, the, it also is uh, uh, optional where you can add the missions from the 64 version. Oh. Well, then the 64 version, though, there was pretty much... There were no, some I don't own it. chains on it, but on Steam. it was. That is weird. Okay, I'll have to remedy that when it goes yeah. to sale. I mean, I got it on sale on GOG. I know, you're, you're only Quake. You're only uh, Steam. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't explain it, but yes. Yeah, well, there's some things, like I said, you can't find them on Steam, but you can find them on GOG. Yeah, then I'll, then I'll use GOG, but I'm, I'm a weird, I'm a Steam guy. I just found it easier than my thing. But yeah, that's whole that's whole another conversation. Okay, but that's cool. It makes me want, you, you got me interested to want to try Quake now. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm working my way through the third uh, episode in Quake right now. I just, I'm not a big early first person shooter guy. That's part of it. Like, I don't really care for those old games like that. No, I think like in the evolution of like the first person shooter, I mean, it was Wolfenstein, 3D, Doom, Quake, Heretic, then Quake, because Quake was the first real 3D environment. I like Marathon. I like the Marathon series. Can't say I've ever played that. I played the first. I just thought you said you don't like the old shooters. I don't. I like like Marathon (laughs) for some reason. So, Marathon was one of the oldest. It was like 3D Realms pre Duke Nukem. I know. But I played it once and I I liked the first one. But I'm not, I don't go out of my way for them. I just, it was free. I had no money. So I played it (laughs) and I liked it. That's fair. I don't know if I still like it when I go back and replay it, but it was a time and place. And I have fond memories of Marathon 1. I have it on my PC right now, but I have never touched it again. I also like Chex Quest, but that's for nostalgic reasons. Yeah. Yeah, Chex Quest. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother story about me and Check's Quest. <laughs> Alright, any what else have hey, you go back to Delta I mean, yeah, you have the kernel fight and then as you progress through the game you have the final fight, which is the Cyber Demon, which is like isn't that the final boss in Doom One also, or was that something else? I can't I Doom have... One the Cyber Demon was the final boss of episode two. Okay. And there was like depending on how you played Episode 3, you ran into them there as well, but it was never considered the final boss. But it, it became so iconic. That's why it was featured on the cover of Doom 2. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then you have... and then I mean, it's a good fight in here. I mean, I did this fight wrong. I unloaded the BFG on him because I didn't realize so later that what you're supposed to do is just hit him uh, constantly. You're supposed to just kill the enemies that are near him, kill enough, and then hit him with a cube like three or three times or four times. You're not yeah. supposed to bother hitting him with stuff because he doesn't get hurt. Yep. I mean, I like how they presented him. You come into the arena and you just look 
up at him and is like, oh, fuck. That's a big boy. (laughs) It was cool to see in the way he dies with the cube, like, cutting off his leg and then going for the head, I thought was really cool, too. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I definitely enjoyed myself with it. I mean, yeah, I was running around shooting the damn the imps and whatever came out of the pit just so I could get to use the soul cube the amount of times. But I'm also trying to, I don't want to catch up to him because then he can turn around and just shoot me with one of them damn rockets. And he can kill you if he stomps on you instantly. So, mm-hmm. so it's like, I, whenever you fight the, the cyber demon in a doom game, you need to either be wishing you had something that would make you be able to stand toe to toe or you keep moving, get some distance and shoot him with rockets. And I say like that yeah. was like the old school Doom players are going to do that first before trying to listen to the Soul Cube. That's true. And I just, I wanted to use Soul Cube because I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Low health. I've only got 10 health. Boom. Full health again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I didn't realize it gave you full health. I only used it a few times. Just running through the fight the entire time screaming, fuck you. <laughs> That's like that really is the feeling that I love about video games. That ridiculous, you know, okay, here I am. I have this weapon that will drain the health from my enemies, give it back to me. And all the while, it is the one thing that can hurt this massive, monstrous thing. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, but it wasn't a one hit kill like it did with everything else. Well, but this is also like a five-story monster. (laughs) Yeah, and the final boss, so I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't mind, you know, it would have not been the same if the final boss could go down that quick, so. Yeah. I'll take it. And it definitely was, like, it lived, in some ways it lived up to what you expect in a Doom battle, a, a battle with a cyber demon. Yeah, agreed, completely. I mean, they took that out. From what I've been able to tell, I haven't gotten into a a Cyber Demon fight yet in Doom 2016. But from what I've seen of other people playing it, they don't rely on that ultimate uber weapon to do it. Hmm. Which is, in my opinion, I enjoy the fact that you're, you know, you got to keep your distance from the thing. You got to shoot it with rockets. I enjoyed that because that really allowed you to keep, you know... You had to think, I got to keep distance, boom, 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 here comes one at me, I better move now. So you got to, in this one, you had to, it went against the norm. You've got the big bad, you want to kill the big bad. Your instincts is to attack the big bad, but all the little enemies come swarming at you. And if they come, get too close when you use the rocket on them, you end up hurting yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you go through the switch, you want to, your mind thinks switch weapons, boom, 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 get away, boom, 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 with rockets, shoot soon. <laughs> and if you don't think of the soul cube, you're like, use us. Yeah, because I... You, I'm busy running around here. I wasn't going to use it. And then it, that's why the fight took so long, because you're supposed to, and I was not doing it right. Yeah. Okay. It was a cool fight, though. I was, I, I did enjoy that it was there, and I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Any... Any last things you guys want to say about Doom 3 before we go on to questions, comments, memories? I do have a few. You I anything? think the last thing... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go first. <laughs> I think the last thing I really wanted to say was how much of an upgrade the enemy AI was in this game from previous games. I mean, you would have you know monsters leaning out of cover, shooting, and then ducking back behind cover. 
you would have, you know, a monster, an imp, get hit and then immediately juke out of the way so he didn't get hit again. Like, it was, it was a game that reacted to the way that you were shooting. And, you know, these were things that the essential goal of the enemies was to take you out. They weren't just running pre-programmed routines. They yeah. looked for the most efficient way to kill you. And if you ever got trapped in a corner being bodied, completely bodied by two pink demons, <laughs> you know what that meant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do like how they incorporated even some of the original into it. I mean, when you get towards the end of the game, you find the tablets. If you take a good look at those tablets, one of them is almost like the cover to Doom. So okay, I don't think I noticed that. Doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. And I do like that those lockers were set up in there. And while it was, again, a dick move on their part, <laughs> I opened one locker and an imp jumped out. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, That's it says, funny. open at your own risk. Oh, I loved it so much. I know there was one part where I went down, like, you know, I was in, I think I was in hell and I went to, in like, in a dead end corner, I saw the word id on a wall. That was kind of funny. Hmm, I didn't notice <laughs> that one. Yeah, I saw him that once. I didn't see Romero's head or anything anywhere. Like I, I could do more. <laughs> well, Romero was long gone from the company by this point. He was okay. trying Daikatana thing, and oh yeah, I remember Daikatana. Okay, that didn't go yeah. so well. No, it if didn't. I remember correctly. No, it didn't. I actually just read uh, Masters of Doom before today. Just reread that, and I was working my way through the Making of Doom three book this morning. Nice. Now that's prep for this episode. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I like to I like to come prepared. Yeah, I, I don't mind at all. That's it makes my job easier. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, you, if we don't read any of these books, he's not going to do it. No, I man, I yeah, don't even know how I I don't even know how I do this sometimes. So hey, I can't add more to it. <laughs> Let's give it up to the games. My mom found support members. Everybody, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I'm going to go on to questions, comments, and memories. First, from the iWalking Tiger Overblood Super Replay group. First one I'm going to read from Zach Zek. I love the Mars Station part of the game a lot, finding diaries and notes that lead to code to get into armor or guns and ammo lockers. I like the pacing of it, too. When I get to hell, they threw way too many en- enemies at me, and I no longer liked it. There was a weird boss I got stuck at and gave up. Right. And from Zach Livesay. It has one of the worst shotguns in any game ever. The spread is a crime in a fucking id game. But other than that, it's a good time. I enjoyed the horror aesthetic and the drive they had to push the hardware to its limits. Word right, Zach. That shotgun sucked. From Curtis Major, as a Doom game, it sucks. As an atmospheric horror FPS, it's pretty damn good. And he also goes on to say, Doom has always been a power fantasy game. Here's a gun. There's some demons. Figure it out. D3 makes you much more vulnerable and weak with underpowered weaponry that had a very scarce supply of ammo. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. So, from Michael Dunn, back in 2020, I played through the main Doom games to get ready for Doom Eternal before deciding to do this. I had only played Doom 2016, so why I knew 3 was different from the rest of the series going in, it was a fascinating game to actually experience the game and see the changes from those initial games to this one, which was more horror-based. I think it handled that overall vibe well and had a good time with it. Let's see here from... From Kyle Smith. Okay, so at first I really disliked this game. It didn't feel like Doom. It skewed the fast-paced, frantic action mix with key hunting and made Doom 95, Doom 2, and Doom 64 really special to me. Plus, I hated most of the monster design changes for the demon. That said, I bought a copy of Final Doom that had previews and maybe a demo of Doom 3 
that alone convinced me to give it a try. After all, I had already played the rest of the series several times over. When I came to Doom 3 fresh, I found that I loved it. There we go. There's more, but I didn't want to read it. And from Zach Harris, <laughs> uh, Doom 3 was actually the first Doom game I played. I had very fond memories of playing the PC demo, and they put out for it over and over again. It was a visual spectacle and creepy, especially for someone who was a bit on the young side. Right? Yep. And from Laser Time Community, I have a few from... Uh, Dave Heen, this is the game that got me back into PC gaming. I built a new PC and got a low-power Radeon card that couldn't quite do it, and so ended up with a higher-powered NVIDIA card and enjoyed playing this game a bunch. Maybe it's not a great Doom game, but I had plenty of fun with it. It's, yeah, I get that completely, because it doesn't feel like the previous game, but it's next-generation type of thing. Just not yeah, what people yeah. wanted, I think. Onwards and upwards, people. I really like this better than... Actually, I, I've never really played Doom 2. I've never touched Doom 2, and I never really played Doom 64. I've never played Final Doom. I know of them, but I've never played them, really. So I can't speak much, but this is my favorite Doom. And I also never played any Doom 2016 or Eternal, so yet. But I'm not in a rush. So from L.C. Williams, it's the most scared I've been playing a Doom game. The fact that you have to choose light or weapon was not the norm, but effectively terrifying. When it first came out, I was in college, and my doormate got it for his PC that was not built for gaming. He played at all hours of night, rattling the small surround sound setup. I think it blue screened his PC at least five times. <laughs> right. I can believe that. And from That's Albert <laughs> Albert Hall, I remember not upgrading my graphics card to play this, buying it anyway, being devastated. It was so choppy, uninstalling it and being sad for like a month because I didn't have the money to upgrade my graphics card. Womp, still never played it, but I watched playthroughs and it seemed super cool, except for the flashlight mechanic. But I heard they patched that out. So if you want, you don't have to swap. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. are from chris lichos love what i played but it was too spooky never got more than a few hours in i love how there's so many comments about upgrading cards in this <laughs> there's other oh, ones yeah. uh, here's another one from zach adams i heard a lot of bad things about it but didn't have a computer even close to running it i finally played in 05 when i finally got an xbox and picked up the deluxe edition for 12 bucks at toys r us mostly for the 90s games by that time of course i know what to expect from it and had a lot of fun with the slower pace and more horde driven tone I never beat it until the BFG version for PS3 came out. And honestly, while I enjoy playing BFG more than the original, more the original was a cool experiment. And I wish the, the Bethesda remaster would keep both versions. Bethesda. How did you pronounce that word? I cannot say their name. Bethesda. Bethesda. Okay. I don't know why my brain was like, mm. you cannot read. Mm. All right. I got one from the Giant Bomb group. I honestly, from, from John Silverman, I honestly loved it despite its flaws. It was a very interesting reimagining. And from the mm-hmm. last group... Doom, the Doom group that I apparently was inside. I didn't realize. First one from Cat <laughs> Elaine. I wish I was not so cowardly. The areas where hell starts to invade and hell itself are incredibly juicy, and I long for that kind of absolute grossness. <laughs> and from Tyler Melblom, play it in the dark with surround sound and none of that duct tape, the flashlight to the gun mess. I like Doom 3, but to me, it feels like it's a great horror game shooter set in the Doom universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from Marco Delgadios. It has the best Doom guy ever, and somehow it has more horror elements than other Doom future versions. And from <laughs> Eric Huttman, funny you say that, because I just started playing it again. Awesome game. This was some PC gaming history, because when this game came out, there was nothing else like it. All right, from yeah. Christian K, I love the whole environment. Mars City feels so real. I'm loving the game. Okay, here's a good one. From Krista Ames, I replayed it in a VR semi-recently enjoyed it a lot. It's not particularly scary to someone who plays a lot of horror, but it's it's good nothing less than the VR did up the scare factor a bit. Nice. I can't imagine yeah. that in a VR. Oh, I would have had a blast with this in VR. 
core. Yeah, I think there is. I think I remember <laughs> seeing a list of Doom games, and the app VR is mentioned. Didn't right. rank high uh, in the list, but I'm gonna read a few more. But I'm getting to that point where I'm gonna stop reading. But I got a lot, so thank you guys. Uh, from Dean Halsey, still genuinely scary in parts. The atmosphere and world building is top draw. Some of the best en- enemy design of the franchise, even the lowly imps are unnerving. Playing with some good headphones, crank the fears and paranoia up to 11. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah. All right. All right from, Fil- from Philippe Alexandre, the best Doom lore ever written. And let's see. I want to go out on one more. That's a good point on that one. Yeah. The lore in this game is top shelf. Yeah, and from the last one I'm going to read from Troy Cornett, this is my second favorite Doom of the series. OG Doom is my favorite, the part where you walk through a hallway and all the lights go out and you see the wall panels lighting up in front of you as the light passes you, hear the sounds of hell. Creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. No, I'm, I'm glad that like I was expecting a lot of negative comments, but like everyone had good things to say about this game, which I cannot say when I ask for comments all the time do I get that. So that was nice, a nice change of pace that people were like, this is a good game, like this... I, it made me feel good to see that. And I'll be honest, I remember when this game came out, and I remember people not being so kind to it at mm-hmm. all. Same. Cause Same. I remember it got a lot of hate, and I picked it up. Because I, I picked it up for Xbox, too. I mean, I didn't play it till years later, but I got it on Xbox. I don't even remember when I first played it, to be honest. I just know I played it on Xbox. <laughs> I don't remember where I was. I do know that even a lot of, like, if they list their favorite Doom games of all, if they had to list the Doom games in best to worst order this do- doom 3 does usually fall at the bottom of the list yeah that makes sense it's a damn shame yeah because this this is a good game i would i would put this closer to the top of my list maybe top like three i think i need to play more doom games though i think i need to play doom 64 someday yeah doom I, 64 I will is definitely, definitely good one to play. made me want to uh jump in to uh to Doom 2016, like I have it, I've never actually spent any time with it. So I have too. after playing this, I kind of want to do the thing. Okay, I'm glad. I mean, I I do too now. Like I had no interest in Doom 2016. I own multiple copies of it, and I'm like, maybe I should play this one day. But I have I'm not. I'm working my way through Doom 2016 right now too. So it's uh, it won't be any it, time. Soon, it's it, very <laughs> interesting. It, ha- it does add to the mechanics. It does recapture that first-person shooter feel that went with the Doom games. It works the lore in, like, you can... It's not necessarily needed to check it out each time, but usually in the lore you can also find, like, helpful information that helps you progress in that one. Okay. And we should go on to Shelf Stack or Box. And Kenneth, why don't you go first? Oh, this is absolutely going on the shelf for me. I had a blast with this game game so nice i bought it three times i just i i really have a good time with this game every time i get into it playing it through this time with earbuds in the entire time and good quality earbuds this time <laughs> it really made a difference the sound quality the sound engineering on this game was just so goddamn amazing and even to this day it's very unnerving yes okay and what about you richard well i like i said i did enjoy this game i think all the damn sp- Spider creatures just gutted at <laughs> me because those were like the tensest moments for me. I do understand why people love the game. I may be a bit more of the old school doomer, but I wouldn't necessarily trash this. I mean, when I eventually put it on my channel to play through, I'm also going to play through Resurrection of Evil, but I'm probably just going to I'm going to put in the stack because okay. I mean, there's other games I 
rather replay than this, but that's how it is. I enjoyed the experience. Okay. We we might do Resurrection Evil at some point as a mini. I don't know. I I always throw that stuff off to the side and then see what when we get there how I feel. <laughs> so for those curious why we didn't do that, it might come someday down the road. And I'll go last. I'm gonna put this on the shelf. I had a really good time with this, and it at first I was really unsure. Like oh, like the first hour I was not enjoying myself because I was freaked out and annoyed. But as the game got going, I really got into it. I really liked it. I was so glad to to finally replay it on the show. I mean, it felt really good. It felt good because I've been meaning to go back to this game for years, and it felt good to finally do that. And I always wanted to cover it because some people give it hate, and I wanted to I wanted to see if they were right or wrong. I was like, I want to prove them wrong, I think is what I should say. But I really enjoyed it. It's going on the shelf, and I'm really glad I, we, we finally covered it. And if you want to hear my opinion on the first Doom and other people that have, aren't on this episode <laughs> or on the show anymore, uh, episode 22, we did Doom. So if that's the only Doom, I mean, it's just funny. We haven't done a Doom thing since episode 23. So. A very long time ago. And for shits and giggles, let me see. It was published on June 10, 2019. That's the last time we covered a Doom thing. <laughs> many, many, many moons ago. I know. It was early cast. Uh, oh, right. And Richard, where can people find you at? Well, you could find me on my YouTube channel, Rich Kale. Uh, you could find me also at various fan fiction websites where I have stories posted. The web like Archive of Our Own, uh, Comic Vine, Fanfiction.net, usually either under my full name my or Rich Kale or Rich Gen X or Rich Skits Kale, one of, th- one of those. <laughs> and like I said, you can check out my webpage, my YouTube channel, where I have playthroughs and stuff going up every day. I mean, I'm working my way through the Doom franchise, so eventually right. this should pop up on there at some point. It's yeah. Been- Doom 3 would be separate from the Doom, the rest of the Doom games because the Doom, the, this is actually a different Marine than Doom Guy slash Doom Slayer. Oh, okay. Oh, right. And something that I haven't done lately, but I'm going to do this episode. If you're still listening, we have a free Steam code for you. Uh, <laughs> I just, I have so many codes, I got to get rid of some. Uh, here's the one for, again, Steam code for Gone Home plus the original soundtrack. Uh, the code is Z46. Seven R H J two D six H five five L Z, and that is the code for Gone Home on Steam. Well, thank you. I just need to get rid of these codes. I have so many, and I forget to do this on the episode sometimes. So, just we should always listen all the way through because you never know. You never know. Because I don't even know when the hell I'm going to do it. All right, and if you enjoyed this episode, we have over 350 other episodes for you to listen to. If you can't find what you're looking for, you got to use Podbean Podcast Addict. You can find our whole catalog and download it there because not everything is on iTunes, Spotify. Only go back 100 episodes, and we have so much content, so you will not find like the old dude episode. You will not find it on Spotify or iTunes. Uh, we are also on. We please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we are on YouTube. Are you only? But I do publish everything, almost everything, on YouTube. The only thing not published on YouTube, the 100K special, because it was too big and I couldn't, and I would have had to pay for converter, and I don't want to do that. So it's not on there because <laughs> it was too big of episodes to convert to, to that I know how. But at some point, I'll figure it out. But yeah, there, otherwise, everything you can find everything on Podbean. Uh, we also have a Discord, so if you want to help talk with the show, join. you can join us on Discord. And we also have a Patreon, so as little as a dollar a month, you can vote in the show. Right now, the poll, we have two polls going, a horror movie poll, and we have a top 10 spooky horror topic poll. So go in there and go vote. Little's a dollar, you can vote. We have polls every month, and you help out the show. So please, go do that. 
And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. And also want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU with me. He started his own podcast, a gamer looks at 40s on the show quite often. He interviews games and how they affect their life, so definitely go check that out. And last thing I want to plug is our 100K special did drop not too long ago, before the time you're hearing this, about two weeks. Go check it out. I spent eight hours interviewing people. <laughs> so go over eight hours. Go check it out. Oh, it was a freaking. It was a freaking feat. So please go listen to that. It needs all the love interesting memories in that. It is. It's really. It's It's the best thing I've ever created on this show. Hands down. I will never do it again because it was a huge fucking project. But it's the best thing I've ever created on this show. <laughs> so, oh, that was a project. All right, and I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody, and happy well, October. Do. I oh, forgot to say forgot that. To say what, yeah, what what are you doing next? Week? Oh God, you are right. And I am tired. Uh, next week, I am playing Dead Space 3 for anyone that's still listening to this episode. Dead Space 3 is next week. Thank you, Richard. I completely forgot. God, I am. That's what, yeah. <laughs> it's been a day already. <laughs> well, I do remind you of the numbering of some of the episodes, too. <laughs> uh-huh. The films. Usually the films, because I get confused with the films sometimes. But it, it's been better. So, yes. Dead Space 3 is next week, so go check that out. And we will see you, and happy Spooktober, and we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) Happy Spooktober, everyone!